You're listening to Coach Joe on Cut to the Chase. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase. This is your host, Gregory Proctor, and we are going to be talking today about episode 40. I'm done. I quit. I'm going to say that one more time for our listeners because sometimes we hear those words and we go, what, 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 what happened? What did somebody say? I'm done. I quit. So typically we're led to believe that the best approach in life is to never give up. And while perseverance and grit are essential, so is knowing when to walk away. But how can you tell when quitting is the right thing to do? After all, you give in every time you feel like you're throwing in the towel. You'll never get anything done. Wow. I mean, those are some powerful, powerful opening remarks. I mean, I'm done. I quit. And I'll tell you, we've got just an extraordinary special guest on the phone, or excuse me, on the podcast today, excuse me. And this is going to be an interesting topic for those of us that are really ready to kind of dive into this type of conversation regarding I'm done, I quit. So I have one other quote that I'd like to say before we introduce our featured guests. It's over. I'm done. No more trying. I just give up. I finally see that you will never let our love be. I will never get my second chance because you always put someone in front of me. Wow, that's another deep, very heart-wrenching quote from Nicole Tran that I captured as a part of doing some of my research with regards to this podcast today. And, and I'll tell you, you know, when you say those words, they can, they can mean something as a transition in life and going towards new goals, new admirations. But then you can also say those words and they can be very, very hurtful. And so we're going to jump into introducing our special guests. As we look into our special guests, we find that she has been a coach for over 25 years. She's ignited fires in powerhouse people around the world. Her clients range from high-end executives and investment companies to politicians and Hollywood movie industries. With an expertise in coaching C-level professionals, building entrepreneurial companies, developing careers, aiding in transition, she provides the tools, plans, and accountability and support that lead to massive change. She's also led executive coaching programs at New York Institute, which include Will Hull Institute for Ethic Leadership, the Learning Annex Soho House, and Our Lady of Lakes University here in San Antonio, Texas, as well as internationally at the Stockholm School of Economics. Now, I'm not going to give out her name yet because I have a few more accolades I want to talk about, but I'll tell you... She's well-rounded, international, global. I, I mean, some of the things I discovered that we're going to talk about, I was I was just blown away. Quite impressive. Prior to starting her company, she was a senior vice president at New York-based coaching firm. As a part of her job, she taught at MIT, Stanford Business School, AOL, Sony, and a few others. She's also a writer of a weekly column focused on global analysis of world trends for modern economy magazine 
she also has a podcast. So it's also great for me to be talking to somebody today that has a podcast. Her podcast is called The Boss Lady Speaks. And I'll tell you, when we start talking to her today, we're going to find out just how she engages with meaningful conversation with thought leaders, business executives, entrepreneurs, and public figures from around the world. And folks, besides her being an executive coach, She's been a board member. She's been head of business. She's been tied into women's networks. She holds a bachelor's in fine arts from the new school university and a diploma in musical theatrical from the American Music and Dramatic Academy. And so as I wrap this up, I want to say that overall to our listeners, Joanne The Boss Lady Speaks is a multilingual professional. She speaks English, French, and Sweden. Her expertise in coaching C-level professionals and building entrepreneurial companies and transitioning are absolutely stellar. And right now, she's doing most of her business in transforming, or excuse me, transferring to complete outlines on globalization, closing out deals remotely, and currently doing quite a bit of work with Google. And so, Joanne, sometimes people say, Greg, you introduced me in such a horrible way. Do you have any opening remarks? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, first of all, Gregory, for having me. Quite an introduction that I got there. And, um, you know, I, I noticed that my university degree that is now many, 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 many moons ago uh, could, could obviously uh, confuse people because it was in the arts back then, near 30 years ago. Um, but I have to say, although I, I quickly shelved that, although because uh, I realized that my gift really was as a coach, that was my, that was my day job. Um, and then I realized that although I could make a living being a, a musician, uh, I was a better coach and then mm-hmm. sometimes you had to heed the calling versus what you want <laughs> mm-hmm. but I do still uh, draw a lot on my arts education from way back then and I think now more than than any time uh, we, that it, that's very useful because have mm-hmm. you noticed how much you need to be able to show up powerfully online whether Mm -hmm. it's through camera or audio. So I find that a lot of people that have done a little bit of performing, they uh, do very well. Yep, yep. You're absolutely correct. And uh, certainly I'm I'm definitely no performer, but uh, to our listeners, I do like to dance and uh, have fun with my with my godchildren and my and my daughters. And, you know, I find, you know, looking at some of the things that they're doing out there rather intriguing and why not join into the party? So so I, I can completely agree with you. It, right. uh, it's, it provides another latitude of, of you being able to get online. But uh, but certainly. So as you were in the, the music uh and dramatic academy uh what were some of the things you specialize in did you specialize in acting or musical instruments singer i was a singer all i ever wanted to do was to be a singer and then when i became a singer in new york mm-hmm. new york city mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it didn't take long before i said to myself this sucks like this right? is terrible as a as a job job 
late sure. nights and bad pay and and I think uh, I think this has helped a lot when I help people build what their lives are all about because uh, mm-hmm. I say I, my, my, my job in this my, my calling in this world is to build rock stars to build legacies to have someone become a lifer within their endeavor once once you you are where you're supposed to be you don't want to leave you don't want to have a new job you see yourself right. being there for the rest of your life which is really comforting it's kind of like finding your soulmate it's like oh so the chase is over this is so nice the work is not over but the chase and that mm-hmm. speaking of cut to the chase and so i think that that being able like putting i think that how that applies to perhaps the conversation between you and i today is that being willing to put down what you want to do for mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do and what you're meant to do and a lot of people will say i don't know what i was meant to do mm-hmm. and i whereupon i answer i bet you if we really look that knock has been on your door for a very long time but right. it was that knock like it not like they knocked on the door you knocked on the door and you said oh not that oh no B- because you couldn't see yourself doing that most of the time because it was something that came so easily to you you could not mm-hmm. imagine that as a job even um and so not to digress but i think that there's something powerful in what's happening right now with that because a lot of people are sitting at home they are reevaluating what they've been doing once things are back up and running do they want to continue with a career or the job or their business the way they uh-huh. did and uh-huh. so when they look at that you really then could examine it from that viewpoint which is is this the legacy i want to build on Mm-hmm. Or like mm-hmm. I would say it you have to perform the deathbed litmus test on it which is on your deathbed and you look back was this the choice you made is this what gave you pride and let's say is this what you would want to pass on to your children or are you just trying to make a buck because if it's sure. the latter A you won't have staying power B it's just not um it's not dignified for how mm-hmm amazing the human spirit is and that's mm-hmm. what you want to recognize in yourself. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, very very well said. I mean, that that in all actuality, maybe you're maybe you're looking here in my office uh, <laughs> at the first question because why do we pursue things in the first place? And I, and I think, you know, uh we all have some type of uh, worthwhile endeavor uh that we're looking to to move forward in life and like you said some people pursue the passion and the fulfillment others pursue the opportunity for monetization and uh sometimes those things don't always work out uh particularly like what we're dealing with right now in the test of times you know it requires you to consider like you stated when you were in in the music and uh, and uh, and becoming a singer you know the test of times you didn't endure those late night hours you didn't endure you know the uh, the crappy pay and so those things certainly require us to question whether or not we're in it for the right reasons and and begin right. to basically put ourselves on the forefront of what do we do next so so one 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 sidebar before we go into our next set of questions right so one set of one one quick sidebar that i want to bring up so 
you were singing and I, and I want to, I want to make sure I understand. So were you, were you like singing in bars or, or opera or what, 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 what type of uh, uh, platform were you on when you were a singer? Oh, all of them. Ask any singer. They'll take any gig they can, right? They have uh, right. weddings and it was shows and I had my own band and it was this and that. Um, so all kinds. Okay. 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 Well, from what I've gathered and what we're going to talk about today, I tell you that the song Cool in the Gang fits you perfectly, Joanna. So, so absolutely. Absolutely. So let's jump back into our question. So with regards to what we've talked about and, and kind of your opening statements there, you know, regarding why do we pursue these things in the first place? My next question to you is why do we feel the need to quit? Because we want to quit something when it makes us unhappy or uncomfortable, which you've talked about. You know, we talked about that just a second ago. In addition to understanding why we took things on in the first place, you know, we kind of figure out why are we thinking about giving up? Is it the easier choice? Is it the best choice? So how do you how do you go forward with your clients when they're thinking this way? Well, first of all, you have to identify what kind of shape it is. Right? Mm-hmm. Are you chafing because you're like, training for a marathon that you're really committed to then that's appropriate you know just just uh, get some cream and get on with it right? mm-hmm. but if the shape is because it's a it's an ill-fitting shoe that's mm-hmm. a different kind of shape and you should switch you should take that shoe off get a different pair of shoes so mm-hmm. that's the first thing to distinguish like which one it is because mm-hmm. sometimes that's another thing that people will persevere at the wrong track right and so right. that, that's the like the first. So, so sometimes is that we, we we're we're busy looking for answers, but I would say that most of the time I'd rather uh, go through an extensive set of uh, questions with mm-hmm. my with my clients, and and uh, you know that the truth lies six questions deep. So if sure. you ask someone a question like that, that wasn't the truth and the whole truth. There's more to it, and there's more to it. And once you dig a bit deeper, you will you will get to if it's where you belong and mm-hmm. and i think that there is a set of criteria probably for knowing whether you belong on that track or not for example like if you're if you're feeling uncomfortable is it because of what you're facing or is it because you you, you feel that you can't really stand up for what it is you're going to head in with. For example, if there's a product or service that you are representing, is it you're just afraid to pitch it, or is it that you're a little bit embarrassed about what you're pitching? Which, mm-hmm. in, which in that case, like I said, if you're just looking for, to make a buck, it's going to be really hard. Because ask any successful salesperson, they 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 open with, "I can only sell what I believe in. I can only sell what I use myself." Right. So, um, so I do think that there's a different types of discomfort. That when do we ignore a true pain that you really should drop? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you have no business going down that road anymore. And when is it just you wanted to quit because things are getting hard? And they will get hard. They should mm-hmm. get hard. Mm-hmm. And this is why this is why success does not come to all because who's willing to sit through? the hard times who's willing right. to, to to sit through the discomfort and mm-hmm. not go anywhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so this is a this is kind of a i mean this question as i see it today based on and i'm going to kind of jump into some of the things that are going on worldly as you very well know 
um, you know, with the social uprising and, of course, the pandemic. And and I want to just chime in just a second on the social uprising. You know, in the in the fallacy of what's happening, let's just say, in the multicultural uh, communities, um, everyone is feeling uncomfortable. You know, what what's your views on how certain communities are trying to relate with whether it's injustice or inequality or anything like that, as they're trying to push the envelope for change. What are your thoughts there? Well, I think that, I mean, it's healthy. I think Mm -hmm. dissent is always healthy. That's a sign of a democracy. And Mm -hmm. as long as we have dissent that's recognized and allowed, you are allowed to protest. Mm -hmm. That's that's a democratic right you have. Just Mm -hmm. stand up for your rights. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then then I I think that, so that I think is a healthy sign of being awake Mm -hmm. and looking at what is happening in actuality. Because I saw that there's been that whole you know, debate and polarization around, you know, there's Black Lives Matter. And then mm-hmm. there's been this, some, some responses like, well, all lives matter. But mm-hmm. the truth is, if you really look at that in reality, it's like, actually, they, no, <laughs> that's actually inaccurate. Mm-hmm. In theory, absolutely, of course, in theory, all people are created equal. Mm-hmm. In, in actuality, no, not all lives matter equally. We can just run some statistics on that in terms of pay right. and opportunity and what have you, right? So, so I think it's very important to be very alert and awake to, you know, what is actually right and and, and true for today. Now, there's a second step to that because mm-hmm. we, once we are awake and we exercise our right to protest and and stand up to injustice, which I am hundred percent behind then mm-hmm. in order for it to have lasting power we need to move on to what's working because mm-hmm. if we don't we're going to um run ourselves ragged sure. so so we have to start looking at okay what, what does work about that oh it, what does work is that we have a common cause what does work is that we are now we can affect societal change and if we look at what's working then we really need to look at for example that we are in a democracy and we have a democratic process hence you know hashtag get out and vote yep, use yep. your rights you, mm-hmm. you have a right to you have a right to um protest but you also not only do you have a right to vote it's a privilege it mm-hmm. is a privilege to live mm-hmm. in a country where you what based on you saying yes or no when everybody's done that you you can get your will to pass which is amazing it is an mm-hmm. amazing you know process that when it works we're just uh, th- that just shows the progress of mankind but let's come back to it a little bit more like pr- the pragmatic what's happening now so so i think that um all of this is happening all at the same time and at the same time people have to mind their every day how do i just kind of make a living uh, mm-hmm. because you know we could become activists but you also have to pay your bills yep Yep. So, so we have to we have to be two headed uh, about all of this, um, mm-hmm. and I think that if you don't, if you don't, you can get yourself in some real trouble. That's right. You have you have to be able to hold two thoughts at once. You have mm-hmm. to be able to go. Yes, I believe in all this, and yes, now I do also have to go out and mind my for profit endeavors. 
That's right. That's right. Bottom line. So, so I think uh, I think that's a little bit also what's get, getting broken up now. This like the polarization that we have experienced, especially in the U.S., has mm-hmm. been it's been this whole black and white game, yes or no. You're, you're mm-hmm. either with us or you're against us. And you know what? Have you noticed that most of life occurs in the gray zone? Most of yes. life does not is not black and white, is it? That's correct. That's correct. Yep, you're absolutely correct. And so I, I appreciate you, you know, kind of chiming in on on that because, you know, it's 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 obviously a question in most cases that we all can't avoid. I mean, eventually it's going to come across, um, you know, for for you know even my podcast uh, guests, you know, to to be able to like chime in on on their thoughts and uh, perceptions of of how things are going. And and certainly, you know, leading up to my next question. You know, with regards to everything that you you just mentioned, you know, the next question I have is, is have I done everything I can do to make this work for me? And, and I think you, you hit on something that was very keen there in, in the last statement. You said that, hey, you know, you can believe you can be focused on the objectives because that's who you are. You know, we we can't change. No one can change anyone's cultural, moral values and beliefs. But you also got to eat. You got to survive. <laughs> and so there will be times when there comes a time you have to pivot. So back to my question, you know, when someone approaches you and they say, well, help me understand, have I done everything that I can do to make this work for me? You know, what are some of the things that you look at with regards to your clients to try to help them understand whether it may or may not be a time for them to pivot? So so basically, my question to you was um, once someone approaches you to try and discover or figure out, have they done everything they can to make this work for them? And it comes a time in their career or their job that they need to pivot. What would be something some things that you would you would recommend to them? As, as a part of your, your discussion. <laughs> I would start with asking them if they want the bad news or the good news first. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Which one would you take if it was you? Well, I think I would take the bad news first and then end on a good note. <laughs> right, right. So um, the bad news is that there's a certain amount of um, grieving that takes place uh-huh. When you pivot, in some ways, what people have to realize is that it's very possible that they had a lot of dreams invested in that, the vision uh-huh. they had, a lot of plans and dreams, and now things look different. Sure. So there's something about be, be, being very aware that they might have some feelings about that. And mm-hmm. people who are unwilling to give that up, then they keep barking up that same tree and they keep not having results. But if you're then are willing to feel those feelings and, and go through a bit of a grief process of the dreams that never came true, mm-hmm. if you had any kind of vision, you should have had some dreams around your pursuit or your um, your project or your or your company, but once once you're aware of that and once you're willing to do that, then now we can really do a, a, a great and new improved version. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which means that now we go back to like let's just take inventory of your your skill set and your strengths because that's usually where you shine and you have fun. So let's do that and let's build the next iteration on that. And that's usually a much better version of where you came from anyway. 
isn't it? Right. And then especially if you're going to start a new everything is new anyway right now and you have you have the chance to do it right from the get go and make sure that, that this business venture is online and everything is set up for remote uh, you know dealings and and all of that stuff because then now you're not kind of behind now you're right. caught up to what's happening right now because even though you are going to go back to seeing people again uh, online business and closing deals remotely will not go anywhere Uh-huh, now uh-huh. and I've been I've been preaching this for many many years that people should do more of it but they haven't had to so so they didn't but now they have to so now right. I'm very busy teaching people how to close deals remotely and how to create trust in relationships with people uh-huh. you've never met I mean you and I we haven't met we'll just admit that right now we haven't met in person That's right. That's right. But That's true. We can have like really 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 deep and special and meaningful conversation with someone with whom you have rapport, with whom you find a connection. So so mm-hmm. that is what's up and and I'm I, inside of that context that the the possibilities are endless. Now you can finally do global business. Uh-huh, I drive uh-huh. my bookkeeping bookkeeping team crazy because I have to be on the up and up with the tax laws in every country on the planet it seems right, right. I, we're everywhere I'm everywhere so it's so great right it's really 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 fun um and um and that is my dream and vision for everyone yeah. that that it doesn't matter where someone is there's someone out there who needs what you have to offer and you don't have to look just right where you are or like right where you live which gives people a much broader market as long as you're willing to appeal to them and talk to all of them that's correct absolutely uh, 100% agree with you wholeheartedly because as being a management consultant Uh, I've worked all over the world as well as even now just recently starting a podcast I've interviewed folks all over the world I mean it's it's just the outreach is endless I mean you know like you say you just have to put yourself into a position to be willing and that's where it starts if you're willing then you know the opportunity exists and you just have to apply uh sometimes you don't always succeed and in other times you know you may fail and it's rather funny because i i'm going to share with the listeners a quick story and and also to joanne because i mean obviously she's a coach but certainly i've had people kind of critique my podcast they've critiqued you know the name they've critiqued other different things and i told them i said well guys i said this is good for me this is what i want to do if it if it doesn't suit your vision that's okay you know i'm i'm fine taking that information in but i'm i'm not i'm not planning to change i will adapt i will grow but someone once told me they said great you know cut to the chase spelled with a k you know great that comes across as slang Mm-hmm. I said, well, it also comes across as uniqueness because guess how many other cut to the chase podcasts are out there spelt with a C. Right. So I just kind of bust out laughing, you know. I was like, <laughs> it was one of those funny things where, you know, if it doesn't work for you but it works for me, so be it. <laughs> right. Well, then but then you also have to again, if we're if we're looking from a meta perspective of an entire world as your market, there you don't need the entire world to love you. You, exactly. You you can't serve all those people. That, That's right. There is a group, right. given that quite a, a lot of people on the planet at this point, there is a group out there who who loves to do 
for mm-hmm. who are perfect, cut to the chase with a K, with a K. <laughs> like, That's right. That's right. They don't want cut to the chase with a C. They want That's right. this flavor, right? So I think that that there is enough for everybody. There's enough Absolutely. for everybody. Absolutely. So, so Joanne, let's let's kind of jump into. I've got like maybe one one or two more questions, and. Uh, you know, one of the questions here, I mean, we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but I kind of want to summarize a little bit. Basically, what do I have to do, or excuse me, what do I do to gain? What do I have to gain by quitting? I mean, sometimes what we find is everything we do has an opportunity cost. As you mentioned earlier, there's that grievance that we go through because we had a dream going down a certain path. And, you know, most people will call that, you know, hey, I'm barking up the wrong tree. Things uh, have gone wrong. And, you know, maybe I do have a lot to gain by by punting, pivoting or switching. And, and typically there's there's limits, you know, and we have to try to push them to optimize not only ourselves, but our dreams. And so back to the question, what do I gain by quitting? Well, if we if we're talking about quitting as in quitting, giving up, quitting, because yeah. that doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a I quit. I quit. <laughs> and then, right. and then right. I would ask them, so what does quitting look like? Mm-hmm. If you quit today, like in the morning, will you still brush your teeth? Will you get out of bed? Like there's there's still life. Like is it like how do you quit? How do you quit life? And given you're gonna have to brush your teeth and get up anyway, you might as have uh, as well have something to pursue. Uh-huh, so uh-huh, we're talking uh-huh. about quitting this job or quitting this this the, the way you're doing things. That's one thing, right? But the the, the overall I quit is um, it doesn't really exist, does it? That's correct. That's correct. And I, I, I was I was waiting on you to say that because I remember that from our conversation that we had in our intro when you said, you know, hey, you know, even though you say you quit. What does the next morning look like for you? And I thought that was classic. I was like, I was like, wow, that that's that's right on point, yeah. you know. And uh, so we're almost out of time, Joanne. So do you have any takeaways for our listeners? Yeah, here's what I. So um, I want to tell anyone who's feeling a little bit hopeless and not knowing where they're going to turn next that I have yet to not. I have yet to been uh, not able to package someone's special gifts. Uh-huh. If once I really see someone's strengths and what they're great at, like every, like that all can be made into something that someone or a group out there want. So in that regard, you don't want to give up because because there's no one does not that does not have some great things about them. Uh-huh. And whether that is marking them those to a company where you want to work or starting your own business, that is just a matter of like what you want to pursue. But the point is, is that it is it is now is the time to look at that. Now is the time to look at what do I do the best and then take that and run with it. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Very well stated. Very well stated. And to our listeners, before we wrap up, uh, Joanne, would you like to give everybody uh, your website? And then, of course, I'm going to talk a little bit about the uh, the gift to our listeners that we will put out on all of our social media feeds. And uh, certainly, what's your uh, what's your website there, Coach? So I, so my AKA, I go by Coach Joe, but it's <laughs> johannasawalha.com, which is a bit hard to spell, but I'm sure you'll write that out, johannasawalha.com. Yep. And the gift is really about, again, there's so much, now that people have to transition their entire businesses online, I find that a lot of people don't know what to use. They're like, oh God, should I use AWeber or MailChimp? Should I use this financial you know, uh, service or that? What app for this and what app for that? So I created a little cheat sheet for people uh, of the one, things that I I use if you're wondering it, it, when you're, you're wielding your machete through the jungle here trying to figure out what the best services are to use uh, uh, to make it a bit easier for people on a very practical level sometimes you just need to know what app to download or what system to buy yep 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 and we'll be offering that uh, that cheat sheet and the link to that cheat sheet uh, through our social media campaign for this particular podcast episode 40 and uh, I'm going to kind of wrap up a little bit to basically say I have one last quote. And this this happens to be a quote from uh, someone that I had a lot of admiration for when I was a kid because of his untireless, undying effort in kung fu and martial arts. And basically, he stated, I don't stop when I'm tired. I stop when I'm done. <laughs> so, folks... That came from Bruce Lee. This is episode 40. I'm done. I quit. This is your host, Gregory Proctor. Joanna, we certainly appreciate the fun that we had, and we'll edit out the technical difficulties, but this has been so much fun, and we certainly appreciate having you on as a special guest and uh, look forward to a long-lasting professional friendship and continuing to network with you as we continue to move forward in this uh, wonderful opportunity that we have in front of us. Thank you so much, Gregory, for having me. Thank you. Okay, to our listeners, everybody, please be safe. Be careful out there. God bless. We love everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.